0: Right, okay, podcast 14, Redman TV, in Radio. radio, um, Chris, we've got a question to kick us off from Oliver Brown, um, in fact, no, I'll tell you what, we're going to do that one later, I did mark that one as my question to kick us off, I'm going to change it, didn't even need to say any of this, should have just done it, um, <laughs> Michael Heffel uh, asked a great question, it's also not him, I've not, where have I put it?
1: Just start again, Paul. No, shut up,
0: <laughs> we're in. No, I think. I think I mean, Milesy you're twenty, shouting,
1: you're shouting shut up at me when everyone just wants you to <laughs> shut up.
0: I just drop me phone. What's going on? Redman TV podcast fourteen. We've got a question to kick us off. Milesy twenty, uh, Clopsy twenty on Twitter. He says, "I wasn't able to re- uh, attend RM live, but how did things go? Who was in the worst state, and will you be attending any away Champions League games?" Chris, do you want to answer the question to who was in the worst state? Are you qualified to answer that question?
1: I can freely admit that I not only was in the worst state, but I also had the most fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Chris was a whirling dervish of excitement and drunkenness. Uh, By the end of that, it was great. There was the moment um, toward the end of the night, but toward the end of your night, um, when you came over to say hello and you tripped up a step and effectively knocked through a beer and knocked the beer. (laughs) Um, and that was I think when Tom decided to take you home
1: yeah I, no that's not was, was that in in, you, in Jacaranda in oh well, that's fine well then I left and then I came back because I didn't have my wallet because my wallet was in my did you come back
0: I didn't my know my wallet that.
1: was in my back I left on my own originally and then I got outside and went where's my wallet and then I came back in and was like I think my wallet's in my bag Tom where's my bag and Tom had packed my bag up and put it in his car so Tom had to walk from the Jacaranda to the car park with me <laughs> And I'll be perfectly honest, I wasn't sure whether my wallet was in my bag or not.
0: But it was. But it was, as it It transpires. Yeah. Um, But, you know, that's it other than that. That was part of the fun. Uh, It went great. It was brilliant. And thanks to everyone who who attended. Um, We all had a good laugh. We all had a good drink and a good sing-song. And mercifully, um, the Reds got a win and achieved the the target of finishing the top four because that would have been a nightmare. I was... My, my head was your head was gone from like last Monday. Mine got progressively worse as the week went on because of that. Because I was thinking Selfishly, of course, that how do I plan a a a show when I've got it's literally it's gonna go this way or it's gonna go this way and it was such a waste of effort to plan it both ways that I had to kinda and I hate doing that, I I, I like to have a little bit of pre thought going into it. So, um, Ultimately, because it all it all went off splendidly.
1: Well, because Liverpool were great on the day, mm. um, and that's what matters, isn't yeah. it? You know, Liverpool came out and. They wanted it more than anybody else. I think look, I think there was a point at about forty minutes where I was really nervous, like yeah. really nervous. And that was at the point where I heard the fellow behind me shouting about the colour of the kit and we shouldn't have changed it and we should have played in red and I thought this is this, this could so easily go this way. Mm. Thankfully it was the only shout about the colour of the kit and stuff and then and then Jeannie just does what Jeannie's been doing all season for us and scoring an important goals. So, yeah. Um absolutely superb. And somehow that game turned into a testimonial It was, one of the most nervous games of football I've ever seen.
0: I've never known a game <laughs> quite like it. Um, and it, it, it tells you more about, I think, about us as a fan base and just how broken we are in, in some respects that we had so much riding on that game. Whereas you look at like the I think the the way the manager conducted himself in the builder too and the way the players all talked about it, and the way the players conducted themselves on the pitch and I've done I think by and large for for a few weeks now. Um they to that I think they just thought it's Middlesbrough we'll win this whereas it it mattered so much to us so that you know every minute leading up to Genie's goal, it just I just got edgier and edgier and, and more and more nervous. And so it was a genuine feeling of just sheer relief. And that relief was exact, got more and more with each subsequent goal that went in.
1: Oh, look, you, you could almost taste it in the air, couldn't mm. you? There was, there was that much of a release of nervous energy. It built up for 43, 44 minutes, whatever it was, and then the arse just fell out of it. Yeah. And it's kind of the exact opposite of what's been happening to me all week. Because as soon as that 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 happened, everyone was just like, "Oh my words!" And then everyone was like, "I think we need another. I think we need another." Yeah. That, and then we came out second half, and I, after a couple of minutes, I was like, "This game's dead. Yeah, it's dead." So right, they haven't got an app. They haven't got a chance. They came out. They did play a little bit more expansive in that they wanted to try and get a few players further up the pitch and mm-hmm. stuff. And then you realised how good we are, and you, you kind of it, it kind of saddened me to be honest in a way because I just thought if we'd managed to just break a few of these teams down a little bit earlier on this season, could have been so much different.
0: Yeah. Because when we get a goal up and someone has to attack us, we are superb. I think what was telling about that game was I think I think our game I don't know there was our gameplay as such, but there's something about the way we played in the first because I think we we've played a lot like that. A lot, a lot this season when it's not been great. You know, we've we maintained our patience. We tried to make things happen, blah, blah, blah. We did a bit of that, like, aimless ball over the top, um, cross field passes to the back to the back post kind of stuff, which I think is, like, stock stuff that you do to try and make things Ooh. happen. But it was telling that when the goal came, it came the way that our goals have come this season. And that was just working it around and trying to get guys, get in, have guys around to the box. And that was... Typical of what the Lalana Wainald and roles have been, or were or especially in the first half of the season, how many times those guys, one or both of those guys, ended up inside the eighteen yard box, causing havoc. Um, I thought it was yeah, just so good, and it was such a, it was again I keep using the word relief, but it was it was a vindication for the for the approach and all, and yeah, look if we, if we I'd have rather have done it in the first twenty, but getting that goal again before half-time. In some respects, if you're only going to score a goal and a half, I think it actually probably worked for the best that we scored it when we scored it. Because if we'd scored one in the first couple of minutes... Like, yeah. you, you it's, 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 it's navy and a completely different... We didn't have time to be navy over one nil because nope. then it's half-time and then you you, well, you you come out again. That's it, and
1: I think a few more people probably went down for beers at half-time than would have if it had been 0-0. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was, a, there was a little bit of a celebratory atmosphere. And then when we came out second half, I said it before, you know, we were brilliant and we did exactly what we did to West Ham. We came out and we blitzed them early. And you know, for me, first half, we were having a few too many pot shots, a few too many shots from outside yeah. the area that... There's just no point in I mean, Brad Guzan is a terrible, terrible goalkeeper, yeah. and we hit it down his throat too often. I mean, just half a foot to the other side,
0: either side of a him, few more problems. He, he
1: just throws the ball in front of him; he I do, can't catch it in one in one go.
0: I do wonder whether. I mean, look to be fair, it's Phil Coutinho loves loves a shot from distance. Doesn't need to be fair. 106 of them this season. Yeah, I, um, and how many of them have that, with that with that <laughs> shot, like the the easy roll p roller to the goalkeeper, but it's. I think I I don't think it was a wrong it was the wrong way to do it because we needed to see a side of intent from Liverpool and there's the thing we've we, we've done a lot of that like slow patient build up stuff but you're not if it's ending in the ball being blocked in the 18 yard box because you misplaced the pass I think it, it in some respects you get the crowd a bit more excited by having a few digs don't you Whereas I think what we 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 did that to a point I think that was kind of our game up Let's see if we can stick one in the top in. Okay, that's not worked. Well, let's try something a little bit, a little bit different. So, all in all, like I, I felt like the shots almost kept us ticking over to some extent because it gets you a bit like, oh, well, come on, stick it a bit, stick it in the top in that kind of stuff. But it gives us something to something to put your hat on getting a shot on target, isn't it? To some extent, yeah. yeah
1: I, I get, I get what you're saying. Like, I mean, personally, I don't like, I don't like to see that. But I understand what you're saying. It does get the crowd up and stuff. So I'm, I'm not arguing or, or disagreeing too much, but. There was I think a lot of the crowd reaction comes from one shot being blocked and then another and then another and that's where you get that build up. So yeah. there is there is what you're is right, you do you do definitely get that. But then equally like when Nathaniel Klein's it in a volley after Roberto Firmino's blocked the guy and Klein, he's putting it into the stands. Yeah,
0: I'd probably rather him passed. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. No, can, can no, no, it's, it's that thing, isn't it? I that,
1: think... that Klein one's a joke of yeah. a
0: volley. What I like though is that everyone everyone had a go at goal trying to win the game for us. Everyone, you know, everyone backed themselves to some extent, and that's where I think we've, we've, it's been indicative of our fall, our fall off in terms of what we the football, the style of football we've been playing to some extent in the last few months. Is that like I've said this a few times this year? It's the Brendan Rodgers DNA of Liverpool of this Liverpool side that when the pressure's on. They just revert to type. And that's fine, because if you revert reverting to type, it's just maintaining possession of the football. There's worse things to do. Reverting to type could be, you know, falling down in a heap and fucking doing whatever, because Liverpool have done that in the past, God knows. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the fact that there a few guys who were like, no, I've got the ability to, particularly Phil Coutinho as well. But again, it was almost like, we talked about this walking away from the match. It was like, Genie had gone, gives a go. Yeah,
1: because I think what, what you were saying, was we were talking about Phil Coutinho at the time yeah. and how he wanted to go and win the game, and then I think you'd said on the walk back, wasn't he? yeah? And everyone stepped up second half. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, everybody stepped up second half to do it. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I, I just love that notion. That the way Genie went out to the ball for that goal is just like no more of this fucking about. No more of this. I'm in the box. I've got the ball. I'm just twatting this. And again, it's actually not too dissimilar attitude to everything we've done prior to that point. But it was just the, the culmination. The ball drops to him. He, he reacts. He's in the right place at the right time. And again, Brad Guzan gets beaten on near post. He is, and you've kind of alluded it to it already, he is fucking terrible. He's a terrible, terrible goalkeeper. He made all of our goalkeepers and all of the goalkeepers we've ever had look like they, like they were playing a different fucking sport, like they were playing a different level of the game. I, it was probably, I think I can remember three distinctly, and it might have been at least a four or five times that under limited pressure. None. You mean uh, none. By, being, nice. being you mean, nice. You mean none. He just kicked the ball out of out yeah. the play. Yeah. He's terrible.
1: Yeah, he's terrible. Oh, so good. I, don't, I don't think he knows what footed he is. Because <laughs> he was kicking the ball with his left, and I'm not sure he's left footed. Like, th- every time he kicked the ball with his left, it went out of play. Like, I, I think he forgot what foot it is. I think he's right footers. I don't think
0: he's either footers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was the one where it was like level with the 18-yard box and he went to just pass it to a defender and knocked it completely out. And he put his hand up and we were like... Yeah, we know it's your fault, but yeah. you you don't need to do put that. Like, you know I mean?
0: He's done it at the halfway. I think there was five five occasions where he just put the ball straight out. It was brilliant, And isn't it? Lovely again to have a a goalkeeper who's not like a brilliant goalkeeper. Not just be play shit, play shit at Anfield. And to be fair, you know we we did that. I was a bit concerned. He's had two
1: good games against us the last oh, two games yeah. he's played for. Vera. I
0: was I was concerned that when you have those pot shots, that's the thing you can do, you can have too many shots and sometimes you can get goalkeeper's confidence up. Um, But the fact is, but also what happens is if you just keep up with that, eventually the the odds start to go start to go your way when you shit yeah eventually you get found out as i always used to find um play that you know i can i I, I mean, of the match awards i got for, for in games where we got beat fucking 10 nil and i'd still pull out 15 fucking worldies, but inevitably it's fucking going to go in if you're I not bet that you good like, the shit ones don't um, you oh, always you. the worst ones yeah the ones <laughs> through your legs um so yeah it was um it was i'm just i'm so i can't put it to words like uh, this I'd said probably a week ago that this was the first season that I'm not completely and utterly fucking shattered. You know, come to the end, what happened in the years gone by. The last like two or three weeks of the season have been like, like a physical, like a marathon. You know, like really like dragging myself over the line. I'm just physically and emotionally tired. And a week ago, I was like, this, this season's totally different. I don't feel that. Like I'm feeling. I'm still feeling good. I'm looking forward to making content of the summer. I'm looking forward to just. I'm just buzzing off everything at the minute. This last week has fucking killed me. I feel I genuinely feel like that. You know, I'm I'm so glad to have this season done because I didn't realize how much mental baggage I was carrying around with this top four shit. Um, and just and like I said, the Schrodinger's cat like situation of Liverpool existing in both the Champions League and the Europa League at yeah. both times. Yeah. Um, and because look, it's not just if we even to take our production hats off, our Red Men TV hats, whatever off. It's exhausting as a fan. Put those back on again. And it was just that thing, you know, we, we were looking we we're looking down the battle of a summer, having to, you don't know, have to put a positive spin, but it's just a natural demeanour thing. But also, how do, you, how do you plan? Do you look ahead? I, I, I just couldn't. To quote like Stephen Gerrard from the Olympiakos game, I didn't want to wake up the next day in the Euro- in the Europa League, because it was I, I don't think mentally I could have handled another season like that. No,
1: I mean, I I, I don't know what month it's starting. It's probably already started the Europa League <laughs> for this season. So, like, we'd have had no summer, mate. It would have been, you know, straight into an umboo or whatever. Let's do a build-up show today for this week's Europa League yeah. Quali 1.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Can you imagine? Yeah. It's bad enough that we've got a friendly tomorrow, and I'm looking forward to that. Mm. I'm actually genuinely looking forward to a friendly. But, I, but emotionally, I've not finished with Sunday yet. Yeah. That's the weird thing about it. Because I'm like, still hungover. Because <laughs> I'm basically
0: still hungover, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. And, uh, there was, um, we chatted about this before. I don't think you, you've not read it yet, but Paul Tompkins wrote a great article about the whole top four thing. And To paraphrase, but obviously everyone should go. If you don't read Paul Tompkins stuff, go on the com, If not, it's uk. Subscribe on there as well, because it's great. But he wrote an article about the the celebrations for for top four and like we're right to celebrate top four and I, I qualify that with you know if it, if it means something to you it means something to you effectively and he used an example of Barcelona getting in finishing fourth on the last day of the season they had some the greatest players ever to play the game and they're all running around the pitch like they've won the fucking league and like Liverpool didn't do that and I think there's there's too much. And I've got it down here. There's top four minge bags. There's too much minge baggery going on that says Liverpool. Why can't like it's that, that, almost saying we can't enjoy things? And I've qualified it a few times on a few bits of content this week about like how it's not a it's not an open top bus. It's not a celebratory thing per se. It's not a, you don't get a fucking trophy for top four despite all the jokes for Arsenal and that. But I, I for the club that's been in the Champions League once in seven years, like. The good analogy, Chris, was look at the people who look at the people who win the playoffs. We've effectively won a a last day playoff to qualify to to get promoted into a fucking into
1: a playoff is essentially when your entire season rests on one game of football Mm -hmm. and you, I think you put the put the point really well. We didn't just have one season resting on it. We had two seasons. We had this season and next season rested yeah. on this game of football. Yeah. That's an unbelievable weight, not just for a fan, but for a player, for mm. a manager, for a club official, anything yeah. to carry all of that. And you know, think of it, think of it, put put yourself into cops position or someone who, who works for the team. How different your entire summer would be if you didn't qualify. Mm. And then tell me it's not important because if anything, with one result changes three months' worth of your job, it's very important.
0: Yeah, go completely. That's exactly it. So much of this is always selfish, you know, because ultimately we only we only lead our own lives, don't we? You know. it was just that I just because again I wouldn't say like, I don't I don't if something shit I'll say it shit I always will I always will I always I always will do but I always I don't I don't I see no sense in dwelling in misery and and and, and being negative when there are always there are always positives to take from any situation because if you looked at only nothing but the negatives you wouldn't get out of bed in the morning would you to be fair, um, but I just couldn't be fucked spinning another summer another summer another year of 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 of. of Transition and someone said to me, I I can't remember, I apologize. Someone said to me, I I think on the the live show at the weekend, We're not in transition anymore. This is like the first year we're not in transition. This is the first year that Liverpool are just developing. You know what I mean? It's not like, it's not the man, it's no longer a new manager and it's no longer. Uh, his first you know it's no longer his first summer it's no longer we've sold uh, we're selling our best player and we're having to re, we're having to it's very rebuild. interesting point we're not yeah. considered it at all like. um and that's that's what it's uh, we are because you look what like, like spares are not like spares we're in tran- we're not in transition from the last summer you know what I mean and that's that's a really good thing for us and like I say I just I said it I said it a few times the last show fuck the Europa League man listen if we got, if we get if we end up finishing third in our group and we go into it Next, you know if we get to the group sorry and then we end up finishing third in the group and then we end up in it fine you know whatever at least we'll go into like the, the 32 or the 16 or whatever um, 128 120 around 120 256 um, then fine you know it'll be it'll be what it'll be but just, it's just the fucking group stage in particular of the Europa League is the absolute pits it's the fucking pit, and I mean the pits with the Z. I mean those fucking scumbag fucking five-a-side pitches, just full of fucking dickheads who want to kick you. Um, that's I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm sure you share that. I'm, I'm pretty sure you share the same sentiment. I couldn't have been asked with another year of the Europa League. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think look. I-
1: I've had, I've had me fill. I really, I really I really enjoyed the Europa League last season. It gave me one of the best memories I've ever had at a football match. Could in you Dortmund tell me and uh, stuff?
0: Who? What teams were in our group? No, no idea. <laughs> right, <laughs> none
1: yeah, no, no. whatsoever. But I know was CSK Moscow in our group? No, no idea. I know we played Man United, we played Dortmund, we played Villarreal. Okay, tell me the, tell me the order from the knockout rounds. <laughs> Manchester United, Dortmund, Villarreal.
0: Severe. When did we play Augsburg?
1: I have no idea. We played Augsburg. Oh yeah, because Clavin played against us
0: and got a clean sheet. <laughs> I don't know. That was was that the thirty two or was that United thirty two? Thankfully, then
1: they, they, thankfully they don't keep records on previous seasons Europa League anyway. No, no thankfully. It's like no. it, it's like <laughs> la, it's like the League Cup. Once it's done, they just they just rip up the paper and carry on. They don't even bother putting it online for you. Statzone, <laughs> Statzone, Stats on one of the best websites. Don't cover the League Cup. Don't cover the Europa League.
0: It sounds, it I love it. It tells you know. everything you need to know. But it's me. but it's the the point is the point, isn't it? Like you know, the Europa yeah we the Europa League is a, is an absolutely fine European competition. Once you get to the round of sixteen, and no, it's fine if you're not in any European competition. It's better than none.
1: It, exactly, that's what I'm saying. it, well, it is actually better. Than is the, it though? Yeah.
0: Is it better than none?
1: Yeah, I I, I think it is. I you, I, I really be, do. It's no.
0: better than none if you get to the final.
1: No, no, I get what you're saying, Look, and, and there'll be how many instances of me t- saying the exact opposite <laughs> of this point yeah. over the last seven years or yeah. something, but last season did change my opinion on the Europa League. I can't remember what happened on Sunday or Saturday, so I can't rem- I'm not surprised I can't remember what happened in the Europa League before <laughs> Manchester United, Yeah. Sure. that's just the way that it is, but... And, and looking back at it over an entire season, you realise that it's a lot easier to compete without European football. Mm-hmm. But you get a chance at three trophies without it. Yeah. You get a chance uh, of four I, with it. And it, the Europa League's a really shit competition
0: when you're in the Champions League,
1: and that's that's the moral high ground exactly. that you have.
0: Yeah, that yeah. is the thing. I don't. It's one of them. I think that I I've enjoyed. <laughs> If we'd won the Europa League, I think it would have made it easier. And the fact that we came so close, I I agree. I do agree with your point to, to, to some extent. It's like European trophies are European trophies. The UEFA Cup still a, it's still a box-looking trophy as well, isn't it? Um but it is it's such hard graft. The Champions League place kind of makes it worthwhile, but and I, I here's the thing. Uh, the Europa League should only ever be a tra- a transitional trophy. Yeah. So it, you shouldn't win it three times on the run. Exactly, yeah, bastards. No, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's it's something that you should win on the way to something. So like Man United win it, great season, go on next season, qualify for the Champions League via top four, maybe put you know pick up some silverware along the way. Whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, and it would have been a great transitional trophy, I think, for for us last season. But the thought for us to go Europa League. No Europa League. Europa League is just us spinning our wheels. It's just it's just keeping us in the same place. And I, because I think that, that it, I just think it hurt. It just that campaign is such a fucking hindrance because again it's a whole other round of fixtures to the Champions League as well. And yeah, you'd say the less intensive. I mean, you wouldn't say that, but you know, it's you might you might say because you're not playing Barcelona and fucking you know Bayern Munich or whatever, yeah. You, you know you come up with some as you say the teams you come up in that competition, they it's like the FA Cup. Or when you come against a team and they just go... It's why you get always have tough games tough game against fucking Wolves because those guys just fucking live for it. Yeah. Liverpool, yeah. Are, Liverpool so, are too big a scalp for the, for the, for the here, Here's
1: the thing that I, I think I've realised this season about the Europa League. And, and watching the way that Klopp cut the squad down this season is to compete in the Europa League, you need to pad your squad out with loads of shit players yeah. because you, you can't afford to pad your squad out with Champions League quality players to the point where you might need 25 to 30 players. Because you're in the Europa League and nobody really gives a shit. And you don't get the money for it. And you don't get the money for it, exactly. Whereas, so we trimmed our squad massively. I I, I think, you know, I've I've gone on record and said this, I think Cot made a mistake in January by not signing. Mm Mm-hmm. But because ultimately he has now succeeded in getting top four, I now believe that he has saved himself 25 to 30 million pounds of a Europa League standard player Mm -hmm. to spend that on a Champions League one. And I think that was a risk that he decided to take. I personally wouldn't have taken it. I'm not the fucking Liverpool manager. This is why he's the manager. He's made a call and I think he's now got that money to spend on Champions League quality players.
0: Now I'm looking back at January and going... What a, what a great decision. Well, exactly, exactly. We took a spin on it, didn't we? And it makes you wonder when you look back. I'm sure if we were to go back and watch all those games again now, knowing the results, I'd be loads more. Of course, it'd be loads more like because I know the end. But I think we, we uh, so much of the, the stress was put on ourselves. To some extent, I don't think Klopp felt that, but I don't think even his team felt the pressure the same way that, that we felt it because they've backed, they believe in what they were what they were doing. But ultimately, when it comes down to it, is that the obviously we've got as mentioned, we've got a, a playoff round essentially to get through if we want to get into the Champions League proper. Sean apparently was seeded for that, which should make that a little bit easier.
1: Here's the, here's the other thing, and 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 you know, people might agree or disagree with this. We'll get our signings well done before the qualifiers. Yeah. So actually, it would be unbelievable, and unforgivable not getting into the Champions League. But we're still going to sign Champions League quality players this
0: summer, yeah. regardless of actually being in the Champions League or yeah. not. I mean, that's it's still, mad, that isn't yeah, it? Yeah, might. I mean, they might. Well, it might hamper a, a conversation or two. You know, because there's definitely something to be saying, you're absolutely playing in the group stage. But well, I get the impression Klopp's going to be like, now we're in the I think the we're Champions already done. I, yeah. think, I think our business is done. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be
1: surprised um, if we signed someone in the next three weeks.
0: By all accounts, yeah, no, completely. By all accounts, Klopp mentioned it himself, didn't he? He kind of said, like, oh, you know, he's like, he said, like, we don't... It, the player hunt doesn't start now. Yeah. Now that Oh, top four, right, pulls out, opens the, the Champions League envelope with the player names and hands it over to fucking, you know, whomever. Um... You know, by all accounts, like I think a lot of the player stuff has been done. I think players like like the Van Dyke stuff. You know, if that's if if we are to if it's true what we're told, he said he's happy to join join Liverpool. So it's just a matter of getting those agreeing the deal with Southampton and and blah blah blah. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think.
1: Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: So, yeah, um, C- completely off
1: topic, and, it, and it's not on your agenda, but I didn't get to talk to you about it yesterday. What did you think of the John Terry Guard of Honour?
0: So, interestingly, I, we did this on Social Club this week, um, and I... If they did it for Steven Gerrard, it first that'd be weird because it would have been in the eighth minute, which would have been a bit fucking shit. Um, I'd have probably fucking lapped it up because I fucking love Steven Gerrard and he means so much and it's such it was a Liverpool thing. Take it. Looking at it from a bit of a a bit of a step back. Was it, was it his idea? Apparently, it was Ooh, his idea. What? What a twat! <laughs> um, I've seen loads of Chelsea fans fuming on that video and in, in the comments. Um, I, I think this is the thing. I, I think if you, I think if you're a bit older, maybe you can you can look at it a bit more objectively and say and look at it from the simple fact the matter is. It's a dead rubber of a football match, champions versus the bottom, top versus bottom. Not nothing right on that game in any way, shape, or form. Goal difference had no relevance to it, etc., etc. John teddy has been a great save, and blah blah blah. But it's a competitive game of football, you know. And what it what it worries it worries me that that people would agree to something like that. You know what I mean? Because he's agreed to it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moy said he agree, agreed to it, and I, I, just, I just think it's a bit. I think it denigrates football a little bit. If, if, if I'm honest, and I, I think Sunderland have done, done a very good job of that themselves this season. If I'm honest, by bringing the game into fucking by being shit at football. Um, but I don't know. It it it's a, made me a little uncomfortable. I'm not that. I'm not so asked. If I'm, you know what I mean. But what about, what about yourself?
1: Um. I saw loads of people fuming on it, and I think he's a bad tit for wanting it. I actually don't disagree too much with that. I actually, it, it happening. My problem comes from him being the one who led that. Yeah. Now, if his teammate said, we want to do this for you because you've been a great guy, I'd be like, you know what, fair enough, because he has actually been good. But the fact that he's instigated it, it's just but the, the, th-
0: the The thing for me... Why does he why does he have to come off in the twenty-six minute? It was his shirt number. No,
1: I know, I know it's his number, but I couldn't he done it twenty six minutes from the end or well, twenty six seconds from the end? You well, know, there's loads of things you've got to do.
0: But I'm not, that's, not what I'm, sorry, that's not what I'm I'm driving at. It's that uh, who the fuck is he? Why does he have to come off in that mid? And I know it was his number, I know it's, it's got significance. Why aren't they, why not just clap for clap for the twenty six minutes and then he comes off at some well, point near you know what? Near Here, to
1: that? Here's the difference. Did you see Zabi Alonso at the end of his career? No. Right. Well, the entire stadium stood up, and he did it right. He did it with like five minutes to go in the yeah. end of the game. That's
0: what Xavier Alonso,
1: and it just it just highlights the difference yeah, between two I mean, players. He's yeah.
0: both had great careers. Yeah. I mean, the thing is they've, but the difference is I don't that that wouldn't have been that's not an orchestration to fucking kick the ball out of play. So as Alonso can get, it. to my knowledge, anyway, maybe maybe it was who knows, but um, I suspect it wasn't. It was, and that's the thing for me, is that. I, again, from a Chelsea perspective, I get it. Like, if it was a, if it was a, like Liverpool got the Sydney game tomorrow, Wednesday. If we were doing it in that game, it's a fucking friendly game. Do whatever the fuck you want. Kick it out on twenty six minutes. It's a competitive game of football. Who the fuck are you, mate, to fucking say that? You know, you me to have that be a, a thing and look. Sunderland could have said no. And David Moyes, I, I don't think it's been a contributing factor towards him leaving his job, like cause that, just because he's shit and that's a shit football club to be fair. But the, um, I, I, for me, like I can say it's just one of, it's a worrying precedent. Is that, it, it? I think it had, It's the part of the circus that football's becoming. That like who the fuck are you mate? to have a you know fucking footballer you know footballer one of thousands who've played the fucking game with you don't care how much you've won one footballer who are you to fucking orchestrate anything of anything in the football match, you should be lucky that people would clap your name and you can come off at whatever point you want. The argument is that apparently uh, the Conte w- was not He's not going to play him in the cup final, so it's going to be Teddy's last game, and he wanted to give the players who are going to play in the cup final some minutes because he, he played a better reserve team against Watford, didn't he, in the week? And his rotation to his first team plays this game, so Kale needed to play, so that's why. It's just, it's just, it's all very fishy as far as I'm concerned. I've yeah. we'll probably talked too much about it, but it, it's um, again. I think these things exist for the fans of those clubs, really, and I can understand why Chelsea fans are be buzzing the tits off over it. But again, for me, that's a p- professional game of football. What will, what, what, what next? Because there'll be a next. There'll be something. You know what I mean? Is it like what, what, what? Think about that and think, and, and then add something ridiculous on top, and then. Don't be shocked in five years' time when you fucking see that happen because that's what happens in, in, in footy, ultimately. There's a fireworks show when uh, fucking 26 minutes gone. you know what I mean? Some, something fucking shit that you would never consider a reality will eventually fucking, eventually happen. Um, we're going to do, get in the bin while we're here. That. Um, nah. <laughs> no, um, just a quick continuation of what we've been discussing prior to that, the Europa League and get in the bin, Chris. I know you like it. But for me now, I'm more. I'm done with the Europa League. I want. I want. I want consistent Champions League football for Liverpool. I don't want the Europa League to be a fucking consideration for us. For us anymore.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I'm. I'm all. I'm all in on that. And here's the thing that I've been saying for a couple of years now about Champions League football. I hate it when. Players go to clubs because they've got six games in the Champions League. Like Sanchez wanted to get Champions League football, so goes to Arsenal. That doesn't cut it for me. If you want if you want to play in a competition, I think you should want to win it. That's why I think Suarez goes to Barcelona. Because you go to a club. That actually has a fucking chance of winning it because Arsenal haven't had the chance, mm. you know, since they were in the final and was it two thousand and six maybe? Yeah, year after those, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think Arsenal. I, I, and here's the thing. I don't just want Champions League football.
0: Mm.
1: There's no point in having yeah. six games in the Champions yeah. League for me because you may as well be in a competition that you can fucking try and win, yeah. and we have we're better suited to winning that Europa League yeah. where we are right now today but give it three months time we could be in a position to win the Champions League and this is what it's about for me Paul. Exactly. we've got to build to be able to win the yep. Champions League not just to exist in the Champions League that's shit we've got to try and win the Premier League we've got to try and win the Champions League and that's what Liverpool need to be doing
0: yeah completely and that, as you say this is it, for me it's just like our focus should be that uh, yeah absolutely because you've got to be in it to win it essentially that, that'll, but that'll, six games isn't enough. Is me, all I'm saying. Yeah, that that'll come or it won't. You know what I mean? It's one of. The, for me, it's just about. We, uh, we. I think I'm, I'm probably going to do a video on this on my channel at some point this week if I get time. But it's this idea of, we kind of laughed at Arsenal, about this qualifying every year for the Champions League and stuff like that. They'll, we're not laughing because they've done it. We're laughing because they've not done more with it. You know, and that's that's what it boils down to. You right Liverpool, for me, Liverpool. I just need to get into the swing of, winning the Champions League every season. Winning it, yeah, definitely. If been, in, and winning
1: if, it every yeah, year. Let's get into the swing of that I'm sure. the Premier League, yeah,
0: please. 100%. Um, so I meant to mention this at the top of the show. Thanks to everyone who's, who's uh, left a comment, question, and give us a five-star rating on the old iTunes, etc. Uh has sent over some new ones. I don't think there's too many. So you've got a big opportunity, guys, in, in future weeks to get you names on the show. Um, finally, Skoward, always listen to your longer content from the website on my car, card, but it munched my data. Top to quality work, lads. Keep it up. Make sure you still subscribe to the, to the website. Uh, Dream Summer by Rob Monson21. If by some miracle the Reds sign all of Van Dijk, Lacazette, Nabi Naby Douglas Costa, and a good left-back to go straight into the first team, where would we finish next season? And how well would we do in the Champions League? I'll be honest, I think if we signed all of those players... I think we would win a major piece of silverware next year.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that.
0: I think that 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 genuinely <laughs> fills me. genuinely fills all of our This
1: table's not one Paul. I've got a stunk on.
0: <laughs> Jack someone's jacking this table up <laughs> Um yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think that would make us a very, 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 very competitive football side. Sorry, Phil, you're not playing this week. Oh, oh no, who's coming in instead? Is it Shay Ojo? No. It's Douglas Costa. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, great. Take a seat. Go and get in your nice bath. We'll see on you on Sunday. Did you see Bascom's stuff this week on, um,
1: I think it was today, is he right for The Telegraph or The Independent now? Telegraph. And he's saying world-class strikers are on our list and nobody's been talking about world-class strikers. he have been see talking about
0: forwards. I'm going to try and do this as close to the mic as possible for all listeners. That's the sound of me rubbing my hands together with Glee yeah. if you're watching on the TheWebNTV.com. Yeah. And, and and this is the... That was the sound. Of, was, <laughs> if you listen to this, that's the sound of Chris rubbing his penis thinking about world class strikers, yeah. That's just me, I've no one. <laughs> um yeah, that apologies. Would, that would be amazing if that happened, mate. I can't I can't put it any other any other way. Um so, questions this week. So wait, wait,
1: oh wait that yeah, nah. Did you see the guy in the Mbappe shirt at the Liverpool oh match shit. on Sunday? Oh, Mbappe, amazing, yeah, amazing, yeah. You've shot your load so early there, sunshine. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, so we've got a lot of questions, we we got a lot of of Twitter, but we've we've just started the um, Redmen TV subscribers group on Facebook. So if you're a subscriber to the website, um, you get access to this group, and we're going to be doing a lot more of this because obviously what we're doing at the core of Redmen is about you know creating a little gang of us. Around the website, we've updated the comment system on the, on the website as well, so we can interact a little better. And we've got this group, so we've taken questions for the podcast from there. So if you're a Red Men TV subscriber and you've not got access to that group yet, um, drop us an email, uh, interact at tv.com We'll send you the link over, so you can get you can get involved. You should probably have the invite in your inbox somewhere, so maybe yeah, check, your, check your spam bold. folders yeah, um, because you've got the but we sent the invite out to all the subscribers, so please do go and check that, and you can get involved. And that's where we'll be taking questions from from this week. Um, and we'll see how it goes so uh, I promise questions from oh this is a okay yeah Oliver Brown Chris says name one player in world football today or in the past you wish never started playing
1: wow okay I'm gonna need a minute or two because there's a few different permutations here. okay
0: I'm gonna throw one out there. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is correct, <laughs> yes. Michael Thomas. Sorry, Michael. All your years of service to Liverpool can get also get in the bin along with the Europa League. Uh and top four minge bags. Uh, because you cost us a fucking league title, you tit. Um And that was the that was that was that was it, wasn't it? Mean, that made, was kind of I mean you made Nick Hornby's career off the back of it, like, but um yeah, no, Michael Thomas is Michael Thomas is definitely the correct answer with that one, by the way. I think anything past that. I mean, I'm looking at Denver Bar, You know what I mean? Just so I mean, so if if it was if Demba if, if another striker had capitalised on Stephen Gerrard falling over, it might not have scanned into a song quite as well, and it might not be a thing that fans all up and down the country st- still sing. By the way, Middlesbrough fans, oh my word, why are Middlesbrough fans singing about Stephen Gerrard falling over? Fair play to them, though he did sing justice for the ninety six as well. So. Yeah, fair play to you. Just enjoy the championship, you dickheads. Um, the uh, yeah, pathetic. Like, um, but anyway, um, yeah. I think I think Thomas. And anything past that, though, it's really like I don't really like him. So it may be someone like Cantona, because would Man United have you know was he the catalyst for Man United becoming a great side in the nineties or some something like that? But a lot of it's a, it's a, a bit a bit bitter. For something that directly affects Liverpool, I think I'd go with, I think Michael Thomas is a solid shout for that. Um, okay. Omendra um, Kumar, given that you've shown over the episode episodes how good you are with analogies, do you ever feel overwhelmed with the pressure of delivering quality analogies <laughs> each episode? You know it's what not it, for me, this question, is it? You know what it's like? <laughs> <laughs> it's like having a heavy backpack on your shoulders and climbing up an increasingly steep mountain. And it's not like that. I don't. I don't have any problems. I don't really. I don't plan them. They just come out sometimes. Well, I, they bomb. Sometimes they bomb. And sometimes they don't wear. I tried one on social club this week about Man United's. About, so I'm laughing because he knows about how. Man United had to effectively jumpstart their succession of quality players because they let too many of them die off at the end of the the, the, the Alex Ferguson reign by getting that in, but I equated because the money they spent was like trying to jump, literally jumpstart your car, but you've got to get it jumpstarted before it drives off a cliff, effectively, and I didn't quite do it as succinctly or well as that. It wasn't one of my better ones, if I'm honest, so let's just move on. Um, do you know what that's like? Shit. Is it like 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay. Uh, Michael Heppel. Um, Do you think that the live show could be expanded next year to include a proper Redmen TV awards ceremony? Could help to expand the channel further, maybe get some ex-LFC players as special guests? And well, up for that, we did a little bit of this, did the play, we did the player of the year stuff, didn't we? Which was kind of good fun, getting the in, the interaction stuff. And we've done Redmen awards in the past, I completely forgot about them this year. It's time to do them. They're just YouTube videos. Mm. Let's do it now. Okay. Now. Nah. Um, what do you think? you are for doing a, 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 an award ceremony next year? Uh,
1: I mean, I, I, I might sure be if, busy.
0: I'm not sure Phil would turn up for I it. Know, I
1: might be busy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Busy no, doing like,
0: like winning games of football.
1: Me? You? <laughs> In private side, Winning games of Oh, right. I don't, so. I, I don't know. I think... The, the difficulty with doing these live shows and stuff is yeah I'm up for it I'm up for it essentially <laughs>
0: Just go ahead I'm up for it yeah so uh, Michael Healy if LFC ever asked you to do a show on their official channel would you do it or rather stay independent I don't for a start I don't, I don't think they could afford us now <laughs> um, I would do it if we were still allowed to do what we do uh, I, I, I would happily do a show on LFC TV but I wouldn't I would if they said you can have the, you can exist on LFC TV and nowhere else even if it was it was covered as costs in the same way, I'd rather I'd just rather do what we do. I don't know about you. Yeah,
1: I look TV is broadcast and it's one way and people can't speak to you. Whereas what we do is more than that. Yeah, so they can't offer us what we want and mm-hmm. what I get a kick out of, yeah. which is speaking to
0: everybody who loves Liverpool, and they just don't have that. Yeah, so yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm fit. I mean, like I, I, like the people who work on LST TV. I think it's fine. I don't really watch it, if I'm honest. We use it for the highlights and that kind of stuff, and it serves its purpose. And we originally pitched the show to them many eight years ago now. Um, and I loved it at the time, but I think as it's as it's gone on, the more I think, I, I, I don't mind. I've been on there, I've been on there probably once or twice. You know what I mean? It's fine. But yeah, I, I, I love what I love what we do, and I, I, I think that what's funny to think is that all the stuff we've done and all the stuff we've achieved and all the great laughs we've had, we maybe would have had different laughs and other great things, but the way we've done it wouldn't have happened that way if they'd actually just signed off on it all all those years ago. So, you know, we wouldn't be where we are. It would be a completely different world and who knows how that world would have gone. So, yeah, Um, interesting one, nevertheless. Uh, Okay, Edward Barkley. If and when we get through the qualifier, who would you realistically want in the group stages? Celtic. You want Celtic?
1: Ooh. I want big games. Yeah. Uh, all the way through, and I, look, I, I kind of want to know what they're like. I want to because we've how many times you talk about the Scottish Premier League and how yeah. and the difference and stuff. Why wouldn't you want a big game? Liverpool play better against big teams. Um, Brendan Rogers, former manager, you got Colo Torre there as well. Yeah, uh, you got a side who okay, a side who uh, were unbeaten all season.
0: Yeah,
1: why wouldn't you want to test yourself against someone yeah. like that? Yeah, I, I think it's better than young
0: boys. If everything's better than young boys, Chris. Um, yeah, I, 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 would like us to test. I would like to test us against. Maybe it'd be nice in the group stages. Maybe it would be. I wouldn't want Celtic. I don't think. I don't think this is now possible. I hope. I wouldn't. Oh no, actually, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want them in the playoff round. I'd want them, in, but I would want them in the group stages because we've got a really piss poor record against Celtic in Europe. Um, but exactly that, I would. It's the Brendan Rodgers thing for me. I'd like to see. I'd like Brendan to get the chance to come back to Anfield, give him a round of applause, and then spank his team off the pitch by being just more aggressive and being better at footy. So we could see the. I mean, it wouldn't. It, it's not a fair reflection of the development of Liverpool because you should be able to Celtic. The the, the SPFL is not a good league. Of and Manchester
1: United, they have, they have that country thing on them. Uh, you know the way you can't play someone in your own country because they won the oh like country protection. If, if, like, if they were to get into that, I actually they have don't know
0: I actually don't know that. Um, no, it's an interesting one. Um, so no, but yeah, in terms of that, other, other ones, I, I, I don't want fucking Real Madrid in my group again. I don't want Barcelona in my group. I, I would, I would. <laughs> I don't know who, who, expressly who it would be, because we're going to have to get to... If you get in the group, you're going to get good teams regardless. Would you take Ludo Gretz again?
1: No, God.
0: <laughs> a team that you can get to in a day would be nice as well. Uh, no, I... Here's the thing. We were too... We were just too much like giddy tourists last time we got in the Champions League, and that was you and I as much as anyone else. Like, Real Madrid, oh, Real Madrid, yeah, Real Madrid! No, 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 no. Let's... Let, uh, because the most important thing for me is getting the fuck out of this group you know I I, I would I would rather it sounds this sounds weird to some people maybe and I, I don't know how you take it given your thoughts on the Europa League from earlier I would rather get knocked out in the round of 16 of the Champions League and be done with Europe than get third in the group and go carry on it'd be different if we went on and won the Europa League say but you know, to, to progress to the semis or fucking whatever of the the Europa League, I'd rather I just get up do that. For me, so the I, I, I wouldn't be
1: able to say, tell you one way or another whether I'd want to do that now mm-hmm. because I think you can only look at it where you are in the league at the time yeah. and go. Actually, for our season, say we're in second place in the league, yeah, fuck the Europa League campaign. We've got a chance of winning the Premier League, yeah, and in that case, the Premier League well more important than the Europa League, yeah. But if we're in fourth place, we haven't really got a chance at the title we know we're going to get knocked out in the round of 16, I'd probably rather to go in the Europa.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, like I say, for me, I, I we need to, if we're going to be a regular Champions League club, it's one of them, Let's. I'd rather get Real Madrid in the fucking semi-finals or the fucking or whatever, you know what I mean? I want to get them in a knockout game because it means you've progressed. Whereas, unfortunately, it's this mentality, you were saying, it's not six games, it's not six games a season and you just want it to be a great experience it's, you know, if we, I want a bunch of, I honestly want to, I don't want a bunch of shit teams. And for some, there's no shit teams in the Champions League, by the way. But I, I want a team of teams who are. Who I think we can beat, I don't think we can like maybe anyone...
1: like a like a Benfica or a Porto being your number one seed team. If that, if that's a possibility,
0: I'd rather if you're gonna have it of the top seed teams. And I, I, I guess I don't know who the top seeded teams are, but let's say I would much rather have PSG as the fucking as the as seed, the top seed in our group. With, with a soft underbelly than Juventus, than Juventus or fucking Barcelona or Real Madrid or Bayern Munich. Per se. You know what I mean? That that, that kind of thing. Um, I want us. To, I would like us to test that. Dortmund,
1: test Celtic, and fucking United.
0: <laughs> go ahead that'll do for me Um okay so we've got uh, a few more questions we'll do one or two more and then what we're going to do something a little bit different this week uh, if you're part of the aforementioned Red Men subscribers group on Facebook we're going to be live streaming the last 15 minutes of this that we normally do just on the website we're going to stream that into that group so you can have a little bit of interaction as well that, we are, we,
1: we, we, that does indeed work okay cool and this is what you get for £2 a month Paul in, innovation
0: to be fair, they're going to be seeing this after the live streams happen. Who is? All the no, this is for the, the these are normal podcast listeners now. No, but the, the, the live stream will be happening before this bit goes. Oh, of
1: course, fuck is this week. But next week, if you were to subscribe, you would get an invite into the Facebook group, and you'd be able to watch this shit live for whatever reason. And interact
0: with us. Yeah. Who who doesn't want to interact with us? Uh, all the people who didn't come to Red TV live. Led Branick. Simpsons, Family Guy, or South Park.
1: Oh, all right, okay. They've all been my number one there at different <laughs> stages of my life. Yeah. You know, when I was young, it was Simpsons. Uh, I love Trey Parker and Matt Stone. But yeah. Basketball is for me t- t- one of the my favorite comedy films of all time. So I do love South Park and stuff. Um, what was the other one? Family Guy. Yeah, uh,
0: Archer is my answer. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so here's the thing. I get like you. I you. I I I. I I almost have to say South Park by default because The Simpsons has been shit for longer than it was good. 15 years longer now. Longer than it was good. Yeah. Uh, family Guys become shit. Uh, and South Park, I can still watch new episodes of South Park and and, and find them really funny. They're not, you know, because they're, they're still a bit mad and they're still off the wall. So even though I don't watch any of them anymore, um, I'd probably pick South Park. So thanks very much for that. Ian. Archer. Ar- Archer's, yeah, I like Archer too. Archer, to be fair, I have a You'd similar go feeling Rick with and Archer. Morty. Maybe Rick and Morty, but if it let's give it another season to see how, how well it goes. But yeah, Archer, I felt like I fell off with Archer too. Where's Rick and Yeah, Rick and Morty fucking boss but, me, but my, my I think
1: my favorite comedy series at the moment has been Californication. I watched all seven series of that now, and yeah. it was just,
0: it had me laughing out loud so many times, like, uh, this it is was it, insane. And what's the other one as well? Big Bang fell off with that. We watched, we I blitzed about, have, we blitzed about eight series, is that back to back or nine or whatever the fuck it's up to, and then I just like it's, it's a on weird. ten now. Yeah, we, I think we're up to we're up almost current and it was like. Oh, I've got, I've got big bang fatigue from you know, and you're like, I can't, I can't I can't watch anymore. I can't watch it anymore. It stopped being a thing, it stop being a fucking thing for me. But yeah. I,
1: I tell you what, if you if you're younger and you want
0: to go and watch a comedy show, go and watch Seinfeld. Seinfeld's amazing. Yeah, Seinfeld's still number one. Absolutely no more. Let's do one more question on the on the free bit. Ross Mill How much is it, Paul, for a Red TV subscription? For the first month, Chris? It's not an, And then? Absolutely not an, And then it's just £2 a month. That was the final question of the podcast. <laughs> 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 £2. Look, I, I don't mean to fucking batter people's heads on this, but I will. You know, I mean, look, if you like it, if you like what we do and we do for free, then that's cool. And if you don't want to pay, you don't in the habit of paying for stuff, that's absolutely cool. And, you know, by all means, do live your life how you want to live it. Um, but what I, what I would suggest, and I've done this on a few things, so we're coming towards the end of the season, it's worth pointing out at this point that, again, if you like the free stuff, Keep saying is the free stuff exists because of the people who subscribe to the website so if you if you like the free stuff don't and you, you have maybe you haven't got time to watch the subscriber stuff that's why it's Two pound a month is that they can give it more as a as a donation to keeping the the keeping the, the doors open and the and the lights on and what have you and that's what we what we do for me you know we we are pushing more and more over the summer we're going to be changing some things and we're going to be and we've done it with the comments and this Facebook group more interaction towards the guys who who do do that we want to give more value to the people who are the people who mean the most to us and that are the people who who are the paid subscribers to Redman TV so yeah perfect time to get on board an amazing amount of content lined up uh, in the next. Couple of weeks, just season review stuff, more season review stuff, and you can, you can, you should, shake a stick, can, stick shake out. a stick out. It's gonna be amazing. Squad reviews, shake and we got the videos shake from the live show. So there's three of those going up on the on the on the website as well. Just boss, I I I I'm a, I, I cannot effuse more about how good all this stuff is. So again, if you enjoy Redman TV and you're not yet a website subscriber, go and do it. It means the absolute world to us, and it means that we'll be back with a spring in our step and some cool new shit. Next season, Um, the podcast will be taking a a, a few weeks off. Uh, I'm away, then you're away, and we don't like other people enough to to let them in these chairs. Um, So, have a few weeks off. And if you want, so if you need more stuff, then as I say, go and check out the the subscriber content. Subscribers um, in the past. Uh, you're going to be able we to call have it just gone live yeah this won't make sense if you're watching this video <laughs> after the fact but yeah the, the, yeah yeah it's a thing <laughs> guys thanks very much for listening walk on